Young adults and parents of young adults, this is a great show for you. Headed your way with Kristen. She's a professional public speaker with Minding Your Mind. They were a mental health organization here in America that travels to schools all across the country. She's been sharing her, her story and is fueled by passion in educating youth and adults about mental health and addiction. She is proof it is never too late or too early to get the help you need. We'll find out exactly what that means in just a bit. But Kristen, thank you so much for coming on a mental health break. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. It's a great afternoon. Pick me up getting back on the podcast for today. Here we are on a mental health break, the podcast that normalizes the conversation around mental health. Be sure to scroll down in the episode directory after you finish today's show. There is certainly a show on the area you want to cover. As I mentioned today, we will be focusing on young adults, their mental health. And I started out by saying right there at the end, she is proof it is never too late or too early to get the help you need. Let's talk more about that and then into your story. Yeah, no, uh, thank you again so much for having me. Um, I always love to say that it's never too late or too early, an emphasis on the too early to get the help that you need. Because, you know, for me, uh, getting clean and sober so young, which we'll, of course, get into that a little bit more, um, right. I, ne I never really thought that, you know, help was possible for somebody at 16, 15, 17 years old. And you did it, though. You found a way to get through it. Now, as I mentioned, professional public speaker, thriving so much in the works. What is some advice that you can maybe give someone who was in your shoes at that age facing the same adversity you faced? Help them get through it. So that's a really good question. And believe it or not, I get that question all the time. Like, what would you suggest to somebody like me, like coming from like a 16 year old, right. you know, high school student? And uh, what I always try to say is you don't need to, quote unquote, like lose everything mm -hmm. in order to be able to get help. Um, it could just be, you know, one moment where it's like, OK, this isn't the quote unquote norm. Yep. And I might or should talk to somebody about this, even if something just doesn't feel quite right. I think that's a great way to put it. And that ties right into your mental health cannot be compared to anyone else's mental health. You know your body better than anyone else. And just listening to it, I think helped play a big part in your recovery. But there are a lot of things we can do for our mental health here, Kristen. And I stress almost every episode that what works for some may not work for everyone. We are all unique. What are some things that work for you? Some of your favorite mental health boosters? So I just recently, like within the past like week or two, right? Um, I used to be a huge runner, um, not okay. like metaphorically, like I don't run for my problems anymore. Um, but I would love, used to run like miles and miles and miles. And it was so meditative for me um, without music or earbuds or anything, which you know, is a little suspect, but it helps me be able to really be in tune with what is going on in my head. Um, you know, just recently I started running again and I can't tell you why I stopped running, but I can say that as soon as like my foot hit the pavement, I wanted to give up immediately because I was like, this is so hard. And it was like, well, if you can do a half a mile, you can do one mile. And if you can do one mile, you can probably do two and so on and so forth. And um, I found that that's very symbiotic. 
of taking care of our own mental health that, you know, if I can just call one person that I can call two. if I can just, you know, pick up the pen and start writing one sentence, I can write a paragraph. Um, it, it's, it's so therapeutic for me. And I feel so much better when I'm like drenched in sweat and getting home. <laughs> Well, I definitely agree with you there. I find the same way for me. It's kind of like meditation when I'm in the gym, when I exercise. And it's not sus with the no headphones because <laughs> I actually got some advice on this show when I'm doing outdoor exercise, taking walks or running outside, biking outside. Take it without the music, taking the natural noises, the birds, the cars, all of that can be therapeutic in itself. So I certainly can resonate with you there. If you were going through a tough time, what is one piece of advice you wish was given to you? Or what is one piece of advice you can give someone out there who is really struggling today? Um, so I I would love to like follow this up with just an experience that I had, if, if that's okay with you. Yes. So, you know, I, at, at like the age of like 17 years old, um, you know, at this point in my life, I am actively battling drug abuse. Um, I had just lost my mother by suicide, um, like, I don't know, five, six years prior. Um, you know, I had nobody really that I would allow into my corner, which is really important. Like I had people, but I didn't want anybody in my space. Yep. And I remember, you know, being in one of many psychiatric care units. Mm -hmm. And there was a woman that came up to me and I was in a room by myself because I was having a moment and she came up to me and this was just a woman that like worked out out on the you know out in the floor mm -hmm. and she comes up to me while I am having this this panic attack and I'm very very upset and I'm crying and I'm like punching things I'm very upset and she kind of crouches down next to me and looks at me and she said to me you never have to feel this way ever again and she pulls something out of her pocket and it is like her 20 or 30 or it was like a million year queen chip amazing and she gave it to me and from then on out i mean at that point i had like two months clean right but i still didn't have the willingness to like stay clean and it was right then and there like this divine moment or like this divine intervention where we have to keep and I'll keep it to myself like I have to keep my eyes open to like those opportunities that come my way because I'm sure that there were many that I had missed because I kept my head down. Um, so like today, like I really try to like remind kids and adults like keep your head up because you don't know what you're going to miss. I love that message keeping I wrote it up here in the show notes when we go live, keeping your eyes open for opportunities and not your head down. Again, easier said than done, but everyone out sure. there, you can do it if you believe in yourself. That goes a long way. We've had her testimonial here today. And before I open up the floor for her to close out the show and give us some of that contact info, we are going to hop into this week's Spotlight Story. Scroll down in the episode description to follow along with us. It's titled, Don't Overlook Young Adults' Mental Health. But before we get to that, I love to hear a quick word from our show sponsor, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, and you could find all of their information in the show description. Are you constantly exhausted and overwhelmed? Do you struggle with your confidence or self-esteem? Are you ready to live a life with more passion, courage, and excitement? At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to be there for you every step of the way. 
While we understand that change may be difficult, we have a proven track record of helping our clients live a more joyous and meaningful life. Whether you are looking to overcome some current life challenges or you are looking to do some deeper healing, we are here to help you. Our compassionate approach to therapy is rooted in building your confidence and insight while helping you gain mastery of your life. If you would like to learn more about our services or you would like to schedule a free consultation with one of our clinicians, please visit us at www.tampacounselingandwellness.com or simply call or text us at 813-520-2807. We look forward to growing with you, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, where it is okay to not be okay. I'm going to read a bit of it as always, and then we will get our guest of honors take on it today. It just got a bunch of good information, I feel. The nation's youth mental health crisis has garnered attention from public health leaders and policymakers, and rightfully so. Data reveals that American adolescents between the ages of 10 and 19 are increasingly suffering high rates of both depression and anxiety. Furthermore, the most depressive episodes are more prevalent among adolescents 16 to 17 at 21.9% specifically than any other age group. The crisis, the mental health crisis, is not limited to America's adolescents as young adults are struggling. Individuals 18 to 25 have the second highest prevalence of major depressive episodes at 17%, and more studies suggest that young adult women and members of the LGBTQ plus community experience higher rates of behavioral health challenges. Other studies suggest that significant disparities in treatment for behavioral health care among young adult people of color Additionally, research shows that half of all lifetime mental health conditions begin between the ages of mid-teens to mid-20s. But follow up before I bring her back on the show today when you scroll down in the article. But even when these young adults do have insurance, they are transitioning into adulthood without solid access to primary health care provider. This is a huge point. I know access to the correct health care. It's a major problem as primary care is an entryway into the healthcare system that young adults utilize less than any other age group. They tend to be healthier overall and as such may find the investment of time and money into finding a primary care provider less pressing than other immediate needs such as housing. Finding a primary care provider can feel confusing, excuse me, daunting and time consuming. And without this vital link to care that existed in their adolescence, many young adults are foregoing access to health and behavioral health services at the exact moment when they need the most. Most, I'll give this chance here to plug the show sponsor, show partner, Tampa Counseling and Wellness. They're dedicated to just that, making sure people do have proper services, proper access to information. Here, Kristen, I brought up a lot of information, but I tried to highlight the important paragraphs here, ones that really made an impact in my mind when I read this over for the first time. What are some of your takeaways? So I would say some of my takeaways were sort of the end of what you had read, and that is not prioritizing our mental health because of other issues that might be happening. Um, And it is no fault of that person um, because we might not want to seek therapy if we are having food insecurity or if we are unsafe in our household or, um, you know, like there's this saying that I really liked and, uh, it's that we can only grow so far um, when wh- whether or not we are feeling safe or not. So if we are feeling unsafe, we sort of reach this barrier of how much we can grow and we can feel like we're hitting this blockage. And, you know, I, I 
like I said in the beginning that I, I speak with the organization Minding Your Mind, and I had the, the opportunity to speak at my very first prison. Uh, I spoke there, what, today's Monday? I spoke there yesterday. And I spoke at uh, Edna Mahone Correctional Facility for Women. And there was a poster that this woman created. And it was this, a picture of this woman trying to speak. And all, everything surrounding her was trauma, PTSD, depression, food insecurity, financial insecurity, no housing. And, you know, how are we able to be heard when we have all of these things that feel very crushing? Mm -hmm. And I am not going to say that I had experience with all of these things. But what I can say is being a survivor of PTSD, being a survivor of suicide and losing my mother by suicide and growing up in an unsafe household, it felt almost impossible going to a school and going to the school counselor and being like, hey, I need help because I wasn't sure if the problems that I was tackling were like helpable. It's important to know that it's a one thing at a time process, um, that it doesn't happen overnight, but depending our, on where we live, there are resources available uh, on how we can receive that help, whether we are part of whether we are a part of like the LGBTQIA plus community, whether we are, um, you know, in a place where we don't feel safe in our home, um, whether we are sexual abuse survivors. Mm -hmm. um, I know on the Minding Your Mind website, there is a tab for resources uh, that are free, which is which is incredible to be able to utilize. I want to thank you so much so far this show, just having the courage to share your honest story, your testimonial. And right there with that, I think you're going to inspire a lot of people. Before I let you finish up the show, though, and talk about any area you want related to mental health, plug your information, plug your uh, website, social media, whatever you have. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I think like the best way that somebody would be able to reach out to me would be my Instagram, it's Kristen.Heritunian. Um, and if you were listening to this and you were like, hey, like I would love her to speak at my school or my community event, um, you would be able to book me on mindingyourmind.org. Thank you. And I'm going to make sure that I have that in the show description, mindingyourmind.org, typed up here in the notes. All right, but before we sign off, is there any area at all that you want to touch on relating to mental health? Yeah, so one thing that I'd really like to say that's just sort of a takeaway here is that, you know, right now, um, I'm 25 years old and- uh, and Crushing have, it though, crushing it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, we celebrated eight years clean February 10th. Um, and I, and I want to say that this is not a linear process, that there are 100% days where I do not want to get out of bed or I do not want to pick up the phone and talk to somebody or I do not want to go to therapy. And those positive coping skills that I just talked about, it's really important to note that they are not meant to necessarily make us feel good immediately. They're mm -hmm. meant to help us move through the feelings that we are experiencing because like the urge to either harm ourselves or another person like always passes. It just passes a little bit more quickly if we do it with somebody else that can support us i love it i don't think i could have asked for a better sign off i will thank you one more time for taking time out of your day to join our community of mental health champions again a big thank you to tampa counseling and wellness for our continued partnership on this show and you heard her social how to book her that's mindingyourmind.com right 
dot org dot org mindingyourmind.org that's why i, I kind of asked in the same time <laughs> <laughs> and i am at vincent a lancy on all social media be sure to head to vincent a lancy on youtube for a preview of this episode and for now we are signing off here in st petersburg florida Kristen, thank you so much for joining thank you thank you so much